about the game, Granddad. I know the game. Taking women out to eat, giving them free meals? What part of the game is that? You taking her to Red Lobster with the cheddar biscuits. The fam ain't eating cheddar biscuits, but this random broad is eating cheddar biscuits. I know the game. Your granddaddy knows the game. Game recognized game, and you looking kind of unfamiliar right now. All right, everybody. This is Lucky Institutional Control Podcast. I'm your co-host, Lucky Lefty. We missing one out of the game tonight, probably at the mosque. More than likely, he pushing up on somebody's peewee league mama at practice but otherwise um, salute to the brother sleep got my man in duval county pcp uh, i still got dang it i ain't thinking my uh catchphrase yet come back to me later all right yeah i got my man in the nola drop top dot what's happening all right shit, let's go ahead and jump into this i'll take up uh some of the slack um for sleep uh, South Carolina lost of University of Florida, thirty-eight to twenty-four. Uh, couple notes that I had. Um, did y'all see any of the highlights or anything? Yeah, I, watch, I think I watched like first half. And yeah, like I was flipping in and out, but then like once it started to pull away, I I, I stopped flipping as much, so I just kind of stayed on that other game. Yeah. So what I noticed is, um, like I said, the previous week track is super efficient. But in this game, his receivers seem to bail him out on some bad throws. Like I know Wait, Pitts, what you call that? Trask. Oh, okay. There you go. I say trash. Even though if I rooted for that other team, I would call him trash. But yeah, he got bailed out. Uh, Pitts. Pitts is his safety valve. Um, he went Game valve, safety valve, backup valve. <laughs> pretty much. He just throw it up there. Um, let me see. He went twenty-one. <laughs> Omega. He went 21 for 29, four touchdowns with 268 in the air. Um, I don't know if you caught it, Pete, but that was a flag in the third quarter for pass interference. That was bullshit. That resulted in uh, Florida scoring on a – let me see. I can't. I think it went to the – shit, I can't remember, dude, number. I think it was number 10 or number 11. But, yeah, they got a bullshit pass interference call. And – 89 just threw a blatant um, pick, like four yards past the line of scrimmage to uh, open up old boy, and the referee didn't call it. Is so, that what he, is that the touchdown to the white boy? Yep. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. yeah I think that was like the last touchdown I saw. Yep. Um, South Carolina DBs need to man up and get on the tackling dummies all week because they, they let some chunk players get, like, the. The play with Kadarius Tony was unacceptable. Right. Shit, and that was just the that was probably the last one that I seen. It was like three more before that. But um Yeah. Uh let me see what I put in here. Oh yeah, I put that I owe uh sleeping apology. <laughs> um well first before I give him his apology, uh Kevin Harris might be the one for them at running back. Dude, tough runner. Had over a hundred yards, had like four receptions for like another 30 or 40 yards, I think. But uh, I'll say this. Their, um, their receivers need to catch. They need to learn how to catch. I mean, Shop um, Smith was the only one that seemed like he knew how to catch the ball. The rest of them, they were dropping key passes. It's not that they were just dropping passes. They were dropping passes on third downs, you know, big, big passes that you absolutely got to catch, especially when you're going against the offense that's scoring damn near every time. Mm-hmm. So... They need to get on a jugs machine or something. 
I won't even put it on the on, on the player. So this is why I say I owe sleep an apology. So this was South Carolina's second half possessions. Turnover, three and out, field goal, touchdown, touchdown. Oh, no, my bad, my bad, not touchdown. Turnover on downs. These dudes were down 38 to 24 after I think uh, 24 got an interception with like 831 or 840 or something. No sense of urgency with the score 38 24. These dudes chewed up, what, eight minutes of clock just to turn <laughs> over the ball. And I don't know if that's Bobo play calling or uh, Muschamp was pulling a uh, pulling a Jimbo Fisher, which was I'm a play not to get my ass destroyed to make it some, look somewhat presentable to the boosters and the fan yeah. base. Because there's no reason for you to still to not be running your two minute offense with less than nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. So. Right. If he got the and if he, he got the Bill O'Brien treatment after that game, I totally understand. And, I'm surprised uh, he didn't get clipped. They they owe him too much. Yep, because I think he just signed an extension. I think they owe him like it'd be like a 21 million buyout or something like that. God damn. Yeah, it, I don't quote me on that, but it, they owe him. They owe him some money, so he ain't going nowhere. Uh, so. <laughs> I bet you look. I bet you they start doing some fish fries. <laughs> Shit, nah. <laughs> considering how much, considering how much money they've been pumping into that program lately, I'm pretty sure they got it. it ain't gonna be hard to find. Jangles, Dennis. Nah, that's way <laughs> forth. But nah, but um, yeah, that DBs, man. I'm like, god damn. I'm like, do y'all even want to make an effort? And then that, like I said, that last drive, I'm like, all right, they just don't want. He just don't want to get blown out because Mullen got that reputation of running up the score on folks when he can. So that's the only thing I could surmise from that. But, yeah, the, uh, South yeah. Carolina travels to Vanderbilt, play the Commodores, and they ain't talking about Lionel Rich. And Florida no. Florida travels west of the Mississippi for the third time in 30 years to uh, play in College Station against Texas A&M. Though uh, one would say – both the Commodores and the current Commodores out in Nashville might have the same fucking results if they played that game. Probably. But speaking of Texas A&M, Texas A&M got their ass blasted by Bama 52-24. to uh, Before you jump into it, PCP, I got some questions. Sure. I might have some answers. Mike Jones, is he a bowler? Four, no. 435 yards in the air, four touchdown passes? Nope. That boy be slinging the ball, man. Come on, P. You got to get no, off that. He ain't no goddamn baller. He costs us a fucking iron ball. He ain't shit. <laughs> man, Next question. One play. <laughs> Next question. Now what I now what I will say is, uh, this is gonna. I guess this was a theme in the SEC this week, but uh, don't celebrate until you're in the end zone because that defensive lineman who I won't. You know what? I actually could say that was Jones's worst throw because it looked like he was going to nausea out in the flat. And the cornerback looked like he had the break on it if he would have threw it anyway. But he got batted down at the uh, line of scrimmage. My man got the yeah. interception and started partying at the 20-yard line. Then he got tripped up by Najee, and I think all they got out was a field goal. Yeah, they, that's all they got was a field goal out of it. Yeah. Uh, question number two. Uh, yeah. John uh, Mechie the third. Yeah. Is he a baller? Oh, he's a baller. Five receptions for a buck eighty-one and two touchdowns, 
and Waddle also had a, over a hundred. Um, I don't mean anything racial when I say this, but uh, Devonte Smith got some nice footwork. <laughs> Do a little bit of tap dancing on him. But yeah, go ahead as I go upstairs with my pistol because they building this canoe and I think they're using power tools. <laughs> yeah. Um, offensively, I feel like we need to get the run game going. Uh, the the holes are. I think they're taking a little too long to open up. You know, so we're we're not really hitting the hole because we kind of got to wait on it to open it up. But also last year it took a it took a while for the run run blocking the jail. Um, but just hope we can get that going a little earlier and a little sooner because all those offensive linemen been there before. Um, John Mechie, you already mentioned, really good game, uh, real breakout game. You know, he's one of those guys you get, and then you kind of, you kind of like, man, what can this dude do when you finally get to hit the field? And we so stacked that receiver, it'll be a while before you hit the field. But he came in, played well. Um, also, Malachi Moore, he had a really great game. He was making plays. Um, his coverage was outstanding. I, even when the receiver caught the ball, you know, he was right there on it. Ended up with his first interception at the end of the game, sealed that off for us. So he had a really big game. Um, Jordan, Jordan Battle had a really good game. Another young starter. Um, it was his first first year starting. Um, he, he played pretty good coverage. He got his hands on some balls, paws, and uh, made a little play. Got He got a nice little hit in there, too, on a uh, – what did he hit? It was a, I think it was a receiver he just came and cleaned up. Um, the other corner cornerbacks did good. Josh Job, I ain't really see him get any pass interferences, so that's a good game. Sertan ain't really give up nothing. Um, even though we only got one sack late in the game, we did get a lot of good pressure. Kellamai was actually getting rid of the ball, you know, within a reasonable time when we did have pressure on him. So you can't really be mad at not having sacks. You just kind of hope you can get to a quarterback and bring him down a little sooner. Uh, and we were pretty stout up the middle. So those are my those are my positives. Uh-oh. Uh, Don't be negative. Nah, the negativity got to come, man. So, the negatives. Main issue is too many guys running <clears throat> around wide open. I don't know if it's just confusion well, I think it is mostly all confusion on um, who's supposed to take who because it seems like it's either a tight end or a running back that's always wide open. So we got to figure out where we messing up and who's supposed to cover a running back out of the backfield. Uh, it was because their running back had like 100 yards rushing. I mean, not 100, 100 yards receiving just off busted coverages. So uh, we need to chill on that. I don't know if it's um, just a call or what, but Pete Golden, you need to uh, you gonna take responsibility for that because I don't know if you're just making things too complicated for him or what, but it's uh, that's just unacceptable. And I'm still not really satisfied. I feel like we could get more out of our defense. I don't know where, but I feel like we could get more and just stop giving up the big plays. Um, linebacker play still not that great. Got beat to the edge. Uh, we couldn't get off the field 
they were 10 of 17 on third down. Um, so we we just struggled getting them off the field on third down. And they had a lot of long drives. They they owned us in time of possession. But we did also score fast most of the time. Um, but so those are my negatives. But, yeah, that whole time of scrimmage thing, like I said about uh, Muschamp, that's all Jimbo just playing the clock, not trying to get too embarrassed, even though four touchdown game. Because I went, I don't know, one of my favorite pastime, pastimes is going on the Texas Aggie uh, message boards, like starting around halftime to the end of the game. Let me see. I, yeah. had, I had last count uh, six Six uh six discussions started that blamed Kellen Munn for the uh for the status of the program and a lot of it reflected back to his stance on Black Lives Matter. They said that that was a uh, he brought an unnecessary disturbance into the locker room. I'm like okay, and about the other half of the complaints were lobbied at Jimbo Fisher, and I'm seeing a lot of uh, he's officially on the hot seat talk. Oh. That's another motherfucker that they're gonna have to pay out their ass to get rid of. And they know they, they got the money. They ain't gonna get rid of Jimbo. Yeah, it's like one dude said he was like, Yeah, he'll get he'll probably get two and a half, three more years. Then that's when they gonna yeah. then that's when they really gonna start talking. But Right. You know, I, with the people blaming Kellen Mond, he's been there for four years now. And he's not really any better. And that just falls on coaching to me. If somebody spends four years in your program and he still, make, you know, throwing with the same whacked-out motions, same horrible accuracy type deal that he was throwing with four years ago. Um, and also got that ugly-ass hairdo now. Yeah, I ain't know what dude was doing with that, but whatever. I'm going to let the kid be the kid. But, you know, I think all of that falls on coaching. So... Cause he should have he it was I think it was a drive when it was twenty eight fourteen I think it was like fourth and two fourth and four, and he threw yeah. it to the running back out of the backfield but he dropped it, but the thing yeah. is he had the slot guy like wide open like the star the uh, star DB was like a good seven yards um, back from where um, the wide receiver stopped at which was like three yards past the sticks All right. and he didn't even look he did he looked his way but. I guess he just had it predetermined that he was going to throw it to number zero, who did have that huge. Zero was open, too. Yeah, he had that huge chunk of uh, uh, receiving yards because that one play where I think, I forget. Tip-toe to the Yeah, old boy thought he had knocked him out of bounds. Yeah. So, yeah, so there was that. Um, but, hell, anything else for Bama? Nah, we got old Miss up next, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fuckery overload coming. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be real interesting between Lane and uh Nick. That's all I you know, I think that's probably the most anticipated part. You know, we gotta slow down Matt Corral. Um you, you know Lane got a whole different playbook mm-hmm. just for this week. Oh, we gonna been, trust we that go- nigga been going to sleep waiting for this day. Trust right. we gonna talk about it once we get to the Kentucky game. But uh shit, let's go ahead and move on to games of the week. And the theme for this week has been upsets and not just my stomach from eating old girl cooking because we're going to have to have a conversation. 
Uh, <laughs> first up, Iowa State defeated Oklahoma 37-30. to Wait, well, I thought that was about to go a whole other direction. <laughs> what mm-hmm. you said? Look, I wanted to say something, but then I paused, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm country. I ain't used to somebody putting jalapenos in their greens. Jalapenos and some greens? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nah, man. Look, the greens already going to have your, your lower intestines moving quite expeditiously. Right. Jalapenos are just uh, the cherry Mm-mm. on top. Them things gonna be doing backflips on the way up out of you. Yeah, I just need you to stick to the classics, man. Hopefully, she don't listen to this because she do know we record a podcast. Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Uh, but yeah, Iowa State defeated Oklahoma thirty-seven to thirty. Uh, I will say it again for the people in the back. As much as I hate that saying, um, you know what? I'm not even gonna call him Spencer Rattler no more. He has a new nickname. What you gonna call him? The biracial Hulk. Cause you know he gets angry quick as fuck. And who was the dude he used to always blame on QB one? Was it AJ? JD. What what was his name? JD or something like that. Yeah, he was always getting angry at JD. So yeah, yeah. the biracial Hulk is uh too confident in his arm, man. Um, I don't know what to say about Oklahoma, man. But I know they allow teams to just. It seemed like this season they just allow teams to hang around when they could really put the game away. And I don't know if that's. I- I don't know. I, if know the, I don't know if it's part of Lincoln's play calling, or they really miss Trey Sermons at running back because they have no running game to speak of. Uh, so I got a couple points from the the game. Uh, number one, this is the first time that Oklahoma doesn't have like pretty much a Heisman hopeful slash top Heisman finalist at the QB position, and for so many years they was getting by on that kind of covering up lack of defense it's a lot easier to play up than it is to play from behind or in a tight game so the defense didn't get exposed Uh, it's been a long time since they had some real talent in that front seven especially with murray being gone now and i can't name the last uh oh uh oklahoma db that's been worth a damn since what wolford Roy, Roy Williams? <laughs> yeah, I know, Roy. Derek Strait. Oh, la- <laughs> Maybe. I mean, so it's a lack of defensive talent. It's uh, not having a QB that's there yet because, I mean, he's a freshman, even though he's a red shirt, for all intents and purposes. And so he can't erase the deficit. I think that Lincoln Riley has to sit down and say, I need to be more controlled with the ball than just kind of airing it out all the time. I need to figure out how to get my running game going and stick to my running game. And I I think that's kind of like the the biggest issue going forward because, yeah, Spencer Rattler is pretty good, and you can see a lot of flashes of greatness. That's biracial hope. Okay, I'm sorry. The biracial Hulk. As you can see, he's got a lot of flashes of greatness. And over time, I'm pretty sure he's, you know, probably by the time next, this year, time next year comes, he'll probably be, like, uh, in the running for a Heisman because dude can fucking light it up. But he's going to make freshman mistakes. And 
he's just kind of <clears throat> operating within the system and the system isn't helping him. So he's got to make better decisions. He also has to, like you said, learn when to hold him and when to fold him. And he can't just rely on his arm so much that he just just throws it up. And last point is they don't have any game erasers out either. Like, okay, when Jalen Hurts was there and not taking nothing away from Jalen Hurts, but when the chips was down, he knew he could throw it to CeeDee Lamb and something to happen. <clears throat> and they don't have that anymore. All right. So, yeah, so, like, Oklahoma was leading this game 30-23 to with 8-17 left in the fourth quarter. Then they allowed that long kickoff return and just two terrible tackling efforts on both of the runs by um, running back Breezy Lane, who he outrushed the Oklahoma Sooners by himself. He had 28 carries for a buck 39 and two touchdowns. Uh, something that I noticed from the biracial Hulk on that last play, on the game uh, in the interception, he threw one. He threw in the inter- double coverage. Two, he didn't even step into the throw. Like he was leaning back when he threw it. And if you look on the field side of the uh, play, he had a dude wide open. So I'm looking. I'm like, all right. So his decision making not the best because I mean they had two timeouts and a minute or three left. So he could have easily thrown it to that dude because. Old boy had plenty of space, and he got the arm to get it out there. He just playing hero ball. Yeah. It also seemed like Iowa State wanted him more. Like, you look on a lot of those plays where the Iowa State uh, offensive player kind of was making plays. It's like, yeah, they was making plays, and you definitely can't take nothing away from it. But it just seemed like total lack of situational awareness. That and true killer instinct because some of those things, it was like, dude, tackle the fucking defender. Like, he is literally making it happen because he's breaking y'all tackles. And it's too many of y'all, and y'all got too much talent on both he's sides soft. of the ball to not make them kind of plays. They're a soft defense. I mean, well, point yeah. period. But, you know, Iowa State got to get it out the mud, too, as the young kids say. So you get a lot of kids with a chip on their shoulder that had to develop. Yeah, because that Xavier so, Hutchinson kid had a pre- had previously committed to Oklahoma, but then rescinded it and went to Iowa State. And I think he caught the touchdown that tied it up. Yeah, he caught. Slant. Yeah. So yeah, so he had that joint. Uh, like I said, Iowa State running back Brees Hall had a had over a hundred with two touchdowns. Um, this is Oklahoma's first time out of the polls since September of 2016. And wow. the first time that Iowa State has defeated Oklahoma at home since the Kennedy administration. Double crazy. wow. That was a crazy. And for, and for extra stats, uh, for you stat hounds out there, first time since 99, Oklahoma's lost back-to-back. And Iowa State is 11-1 and in the month of October since the old boy took over. Hmm. It's just the beginning of the season. <laughs> And the end, they catch them. So, mm-hmm. but Iowa State um, plays Texas Tech next, and Red River Shootout. And speaking of Texas, the the week I actually decided to show some goddamn support, these bastards <laughs> want to fuck it up. But uh, t- do you want to describe to the people how you show support? 
Oh yeah, I went to the bookstore, man. I I walked in, and they was like, "You need a face mask." I'm like, "Oh shit, I ain't get, I ain't got one." So I just purchased the uh, what we call them shits in the military, uh, net, uh, uh, gator net. I purchased a gator neck out of the um, out of the bookstore. It had hook 'em horns. I wear it as my uh, as my sweatband when I'm riding my bike when I'm getting these miles in. So. <laughs> Yeah, I've been supporting. Actually, yesterday it came in handy because it was Nats galore out by the river. So, yeah. So what you doing by the river, man? Riding my bike on the trail. It's got. Man, we you got, better be careful, man. You know, black man near a river in the south, man. That's just real iffy territory. I got my I got my Chicano, I got my Chicano brothers out there with me. I know how to speak a little bit of Espanol. They ain't gonna help your black. <laughs> you fuck around and ride down there and see some. Uh... White woman that's dead, nigga. That's a SUV mirror uh, story waiting to happen. Right, y'all. Shit, you seen what I posted on Friday? Hell, I rode downtown Dallas, and I was lucky I rode that early. Cause shit, I think once I got towards like the tail end of my ride, man, with cars everywhere. I'm like shit. And then they got bike lanes, but shit, they don't respect them bike lanes. Hell no. Nah. Cause I had a damn. Uh, let me see. I'm in the bike lane. Hell, I got a damn. We used to call them Terminator, these huge ass trucks, we used to call Terminator trucks when I was uh, stationed in South Korea, but these motherfuckers are huge. And I had like three, I had, let me see, one on one side, one on the other, and another one that was behind me in the bike lane. So, and I was sharing a road, just moseying down the road, whistling Dixie and shit. Well, not whistling Dixie, because you know, racial, connota- racial connotations behind that song, but... <laughs> but back to this um, Texas debauchery. Uh, TCU defeated uh, Texas 33 to 31 and what PCP called on the Twitters, uh, the Gus Johnson classic game of the week. Cause you know, you always gonna get some fuckery with a Gus Johnson game. Gus. Yeah. Uh, the things that stuck out to me was how balanced, um, how, how balanced TCU's offense was and how imbalanced UT's was. Uh, TCU had 231 yards passing, 226 running. While Texas had 236 in the air and 152 running, uh, TCU ran the ball 50 times to uh, Texas's 24. Um, I don't know. It, like I said, I'm an outsider coming in or looking in, and it just seemed like your boy Herman be calling games trying to win Ellinger or goddamn Heisman. Heisman. Yep. Yeah. Well. Texas been the same team since before Charlie got there. They're just an undisciplined, badly coached team. I don't think anything's changed in the, what, what's it been, five years now? Six years? I think he had them a little more disciplined. What I will say is missing on talent. That is literally killing them. And I also talked to uh, some of my Texas sources. Uh so basically what he was kind of saying and what I kind of also had in, in mind was it's a talent discrepancy. Um, getting some of those dudes that yeah. that yeah. were high. Out talented, everybody in the Big 12, this is up Oklahoma. When I say that, I mean they missing. So the people that they're getting. They're not developing. And that was going to be my final point. Thank you for I'm, making it for me. I'm just... I know. Damn, let me get my shit off. <laughs> Uh, so they're missing on the, the talent that they get that's high end. Nigga, like, how are you gonna hit me with the with the fucking Jeopardy and he talked during my fucking point? They missing on the talent and 
ultimately they're not developing it either. And that's what's killing them. And a lot of the bigger stars are still going to the other schools. Oklahoma, LSU, Bama. So it's just, that's all coming together to fuck them over. But not, but yeah. Um, like you said, they undisciplined. Um, shit, both teams were, uh, they were combined 26 penalties for 211 yards. Uh, like I said, Ellinger put up some numbers, but they were inefficient numbers. He was 17. It was all boom or bust. Yeah, he was 17 for 36 for four touchdowns, one pick, and had another 63 on the ground. Um, TCU quarterback Max Duggan was 20 for 30 for 231 and not a single passing touchdown, but 79 yards on the ground and two rushing touchdowns. Um, Yeah, he was running. Yeah. He pulled Sam Ellinger. Like, what Sam Ellinger should have been doing, he was doing. And at one point, uh, I looked up. Sam was one for six. Another time I looked up again, that nigga was four for 12. I said, God damn. But, yeah. But, yeah, uh, Keontae Ingram had a costly fumble with the game. Shit, pretty much with time running down. I think it was, like, less than uh, less than that two minutes. Won. Yeah, it would have won it for him. Trying to extend <laughs> the ball over the goal line instead of fighting for another play. Uh, TCU caused a fumble. And then they gifted um, Texas with their final two points uh, when Duggan took the safety. I thought niggas stuck him. He didn't even try to reach over. I think Mm-mm. he was about no, to pass over reach. and somebody just punched him. Mm-mm, he was reaching. Okay, I'm tripping, man. Because I, I remember the play, but I was like, oh, man, he punched that bitch. That's a good fucking move. But, okay. Uh, Yeah, man. Uh, so is niggas coming for a time or does he still keep getting a pass? Mm, it depends on who they can get. You got to be an abject failure to get failed during COVID season, though. I, don't th- I think everybody's safe during this year. Uh, Unless they black. Nah, somebody gonna get clipped. Unless they black. Then they come nah, that's, what I was just, that's what I was about to say. Man, yeah. you black, you ain't getting no pass. But yeah, uh, guess Texas, Texas, Texas's record against TCU the last 10 games. Oh, and six. six last, and 10. last 10. Oh, four and six. What you got? Nah, it's less than that. I think Gary's pretty much whooped them damn near every time they played, except for like two times. Three and seven. Yeah. He owns Texas. Too bad he can't recruit. Well, a lot harder to convince kids to read the Bible and play football. I mean, nobody wants to stay in the dorms their first two years on campus either, but that's whatever. Plus, the man got a statue outside of outside of uh, Carter Stadium, so it ain't like he gonna get fired no time soon. But who Patterson does? Yep. Ah. I mean, he he pretty much made TCU. Yeah. Yeah, but I know he had a statue. Yeah. It had been a long time since the uh, Southwestern Conference days where they was what okay? Nah, not even then. Like to remember a time that they was good, you gotta go back to the twenties and the thirties, I think. You ain't notice how quick that story went uh, went away about him saying uh hard R. Yeah. Hard R. Hard R Patterson. Yeah. That, that thing disappeared much like uh evidence when uh you you gotta switch up between chicks. <laughs> but yeah, TCU uh plays uh K State next. Shout out to Chris Klein, got a got an extension from the uh, from that farm school and like I said, 
Texas OU in the most lackluster Red River shootout probably since since the Blake days. Man, you know what's funny though? Whole Big Twelve chance. This this is the best year for the Big Twelve. They chance is done after week four, week four. The only thing keeping them alive is Oklahoma State currently. Oh God. I know, right? Yeah, that, that ain't gonna happen. Uh, but shit, we're gonna keep it. Let's go ahead and move on. I'm gonna keep it short with shit what? Eh, I'll talk about this one. Ahead. Uh SMU defeated uh Memphis thirty to twenty seven. Uh, I mean, can... another question at PCP. Um you good on the Twitters, brother. Um one question he had uh, was how much eligibility does Shane Bouchette uh how you say his name? Bouchelli? Bouchelli? Bouchelle have. Yeah. Because, I mean I, I he, he was like he, he was, was at Texas. Charlie got to Texas. Yeah. Him and uh Sam, right? Yeah. I think he was there a year before Sam Ellinger was there. That I can't remember, but I swear that nigga done been eligible for a minute. Yeah. He, he gone at least year seven. <laughs> and then he about to go on year eight next year because, you know, this year don't even count. Right. But, yeah, he threw for 474 and had three touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give out my $100 handshake. That goes to Reggie, uh, Reggie Roberson Jr. My man is a beast. He had an untimely. Number eight. Yeah, he had an untimely fumble, but he had five receptions for 243 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, they say what happened to him? Hmm? If they say what happened to him, you know he got injured. Mm-mm. Man, I don't pay attention to that Trump school. Even though I got a, even though I got invited to a symposium at uh, George, George Bush's presidential library. I ain't going to shit. Uh, I'll look at it on Zoom, but. But yeah, SMU was up twenty-four to three halfway through the fourth, not fourth quarter, second quarter, and they allowed Memphis to storm back. Uh, I got two questions. Oh uh, well, before I get to my two questions, um, they who are these white dudes? Mm-mm. They won with la- they won with a last-minute field goal. Memphis had a chance to win the game, but SMU caused a fumble uh, with less than ninety seconds left. Uh, first question: uh, What the fuck is up with SMU and his confetti? Uh, it's a yes. take. It's a takeaway party, or a turnover party, something like that. Well, that shit was on the field during offense and defense. Then <laughs> you saw it too. Somebody, yeah. I think somebody was returning something. All you saw was like confetti just flying onto the field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, all right, what kind of men that film shit they got going on on the sideline? <laughs> men on nah. film. It's like As when they, they get that like zebras. <laughs> uh, it's like when they get a, a interception or a turnover, they go over to the sideline and then they pop bottles. That, but instead of the bottles being champagne, it's got confetti. Because you know a school like that can't pop champagne like that anymore. Because you know, death penalty things. Uh, yeah. My second favorite part of this game was uh, the police kicked out the entire student section at the beginning of the third quarter. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that? I did not know that. Yeah, they kicked them out for ignoring social distancing and mass guidelines that the school had put out. And the school and the funny part was the president emailed everybody like Friday and Thursday, like, "Hey, you don't follow the rules, you gonna get kicked out." And I think he did a, I think he did a mass punishment deal too. Like, yo, if we see one person that's screwing up, everybody gonna pay the price. So yeah, they they got <laughs> escorted out uh, out of Gerald Ford Stadium. 
So yeah. they probably just went That's across true. the street back to their frat houses with their Trump Trump Pence twenty twenty signs anyway. So fuck them. Yeah, pretty much. So who they play next? Don't care. Uh, next up, Ole Miss defeated uh, Kentucky forty two to forty one. Uh, in overtime, I know you want to get to it sleep or not sleep with PCP, but uh, before you get to it, uh, Kentucky is running back. I don't know if he's second string or third string, but he has the goat name, Cavassier Smoke. Yeah, man, the fr- you know his mama liked the party. The first thing that stuck out about that is like every time I watch uh, watch Texas highlights in the tight end, every time I hear them, they're like Malcolm Epps with the cut with the touchdown. I'm like Malcolm X. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought Gus said the other day. I'm like, Malcolm X, how you just gonna name your kid Malcolm X? <laughs> so yeah, so um, yeah, Cavassier Smoke, I salute your parent. Well, with a name like that, you know he came from a single parent household. So I salute your mom. <laughs> yeah. Salute your mom. Yeah, I salute your mom. Your grandma who raised you. Yep. Your aunt who raised you. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> your sister changed your life. What'd you say, sleep? That nigga was born doing the bust around Puff Daddy song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Mama, cause Wolf for that and in the same breath. That's a hell of a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, same Rose uh, broke a 72-yard run, started celebrating, only to get uh, hawked down, and then two plays later, fumbled, turnover. Fumbled. Dummy. Yeah. Girl. How you gonna hit the nigga with the deuces and not go nowhere? Like, <laughs> yeah. When you chuck the deuces, you gone. Hey, it <laughs> no, it ain't get caught. In the words of my uh, my homeboy that got a podcast, he like he said the same thing. He like he was like, how you gonna chuck the deuces? But you don't deuce on the nigga. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, uh, one thing that I took away is uh, if you got a running game. Well, you, I know you were talking about Alabama running game been struggling the last two games. Guess what? They yeah. <laughs> business about to be uh, nice and good for um, for Robinson, Trey Sanders, and Najee Harris this weekend because uh, Kentucky rushed for over four hundred yards. Did they now? Yep, had three players with a hundred plus yards running. Yeah, one of them was that quarterback though. Yep. I don't, and I don't remember Florida rushing on Ole Miss like that. Oh, cause they were throwing the ball mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. As bad as Ole Miss's defense is, their offense is what's going to keep them in games. So yeah, land sharks ain't that what they call them? Yeah. I don't know what they call. Depends them. Depends on uh what race you are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky was up twenty-eight to fourteen with nine thirty left in the third quarter, and Ole Miss ran off twenty-one unanswered. Um. Matt Corral threw for 320, four touchdowns with 51 on the ground. Uh, a kid y'all might need to watch out for. Damn, wasn't he there when Laquan Treadwell was there? Uh, Jonathan Mingo? Mm. He seemed like another one that's been there for a grip. Sound new to me. But, yeah, Jonathan Mingo had eight catches for a buck 28 and two touchdowns. Um, mm. I wonder where the state of Mississippi relax uh, social distancing uh, standards because Ole Miss travel. Well, Bama travels the Ole Miss to Oxford. Uh, hopefully, that game is in the daytime because you know what happens at night. And Kentucky hosts Mississippi State. Who? And let's quickly get to that one. Uh, welcome back, uh, KJ Costello. 
Uh, Arkansas. Oh, he never went anywhere. Okay. <laughs> right. Arkansas defeated Mississippi State 21-14. Uh, like I said, K.J. Costello had three picks. And this is going to be a recurring theme, and I don't think we need to say it because it's been his history, but uh, at least you better learn how to run the damn ball. They had 20 attempts versus 59 passing attempts and only put up 14 points. Mm-hmm. Well, because um, I looked at the, I looked at the uh, you know, that game was on like some alternate-ass SEC network, so I really wasn't watching it. But I looked at the stats, and I was like, dang. Kylan Hill only got two touches. And uh, so I was like, how, how Kylan only got two touches in the fourth quarter? But he got hurt in the first quarter. So I think that really did play a factor. Not into them running the ball, but just having that extra, your best player, you know, out. You know, extra receiver out there, out the backfield and all that. All right. Um, so that might have some of, something to do with it. But also, because I, wa- I went back and watched some highlights, uh, Mississippi State, uh, their def- defense has really greedy eyes. They fall for the play action easily, fall for double moves. Because that's how uh, Arkansas scored most of the time, is off play action or a double move, and it do ended up being wide open. And that's a, um, and that's a staple of a Kendall Browse offense, is trickery and deception. Yeah. Too bad that shit didn't work last year, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple things the deception that I... part did. What's that? So what? The deception part did. Yeah, because he damn sure came uh, up. Uh, <laughs> the the couple points that I I got from it was um they fucked around and hit them with the Washington uh fucking defensive game plan and Lee still was like, well, fuck, what do I do now? But like P said, not having Kalen there really kind of fucked up his game plan. But I don't know what the deal is, but maybe Arkansas is a little bit better. But definitely. Uh, nah, bro. Any off, any team that got Felipe Franks back there taking snaps. Man, Felipe Franks was so terrible. I wanted to say that part, too. This mm-hmm. nigga still staring every goddamn receiver down. on that. And the only reason Mississippi State fucked up on defense was like, Two of them plays was busted coverage. Like, the dude fell for the fucking out and up and forgot, oh, it's an up part to that, and, and got beat. And then Felipe Franks was staring that nigga down the whole way. I'm like, God oh, damn boy. where you at? You you see him staring him down. Just go right. over there. Drift in the area, something. Hey, nope. he had two touchdowns and no picks. Shit, I don't know how he didn't have no picks. That nigga was giving out fucking neon lights who he was about to throw to. Mm. Um, Speaking of picks, man, Costello really is a turnover machine like a motherfucker. I don't know what he sees in these zones. I know why you're a turnover (laughs) machine. Because the goddamn coach got him throwing it 59 times a game. Not only that, but the shit that was probably killing him too was, I mean, come on, if you know it's three three niggas rushing you and it's about umpteen niggas dropping back, I, I would be a little bit cautious about throwing into the fucking flats just all willy-nilly, and that kept fucking him over. And the crazy thing is he'll throw to the flats, and there's three niggas over there. Who the fuck were you about to make a completion on? Playing, a, playing that cover two cloud. Actually, that was the smart thing to do. But, yeah, um, let's see. I think, um, damn, what's the coach for Arkansas now? Used to be Georgia offensive line coach. Sam Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. I think he has had uh, through um, 
two games this season. He is halfway to Chad Morris's entire win total in two seasons at Arkansas. That nigga's and doing great things out there. He really is, though. I mean, they played Georgia close. Aha. Uh-huh. Deep Mississippi State. See, that's why you the best in the business. Way to lead me in. Uh, a game in which I know you took some <laughs> comfort in. Georgia defeated Auburn 27-6. to uh, Spank that ass. Uh, Georgia's defense Spank came to play. Ass. Oh, first, before Spank we even get – Even before we get into this, um, Brian Kemp, um, he must be voted out of office because it, uh, it sounded like Sanford was at Boy. like half goddamn <laughs> – at half capacity and shit. Dude. I was watching that game. I was like, there's no fucking way there's enough distancing with this many people in that game. That and nobody was wearing masks. Everybody they showed was maskless and all over each other. I'm like, all right. But considering Athens already like a, a epicenter in the state anyway, I'm like, all right. But whatever. Maybe they need maybe they need SMU's police, uh, campus police force. The, um, they need a technic shot. That's the hell they need. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But, um, Georgia's defense came to play. Uh, Zamir Wright, or not White, Wright, Zamir White had uh, 88 yards on the ground with two touchdowns. Um, question, everybody. Has uh, has Georgia found a quarterback in Stetson Bennett of the Bennett's of Blackshear? Uh, They're going to roll with him until the wheels fall off because that's just what they love at Georgia. Great white hopes. No, they, nah, they, Quincy Carter still don't have to buy a drink. But I don't know if you want him to drink. But I don't know if you want him drinking, though. Ha. Dude got to buy his rocks is the real question. <laughs> you said it. I did. Wow. Well, really get a hit for free. I think they're going to roll with prep school. Uh, and J.D. Daniels decides to roll up out of bed. But they're going to roll with prep school. He, he's not that good, but he's in the mold of your Jake Fromm's and um, – Aaron Murray's were on be a little bit okay sometimes, and other times I'll be good, but then I really ain't As much. You back from behind by a large deficit, more than one touchdown. I know you. Yeah. You got something, don't you, Sleep? No, I'm listening right now. <laughs> uh, that dude, PCP. That dude ain't. I don't even think Aaron Murray and um Jake Fromm was good, but this dude is bad. Oh, he ain't a good quarterback. Yeah, I, I hope he's starting. We might get a win again. <laughs> Hold on, I got a I got a question for P, but I'm gonna wait till yeah. I'm gonna wait till we close out hour number one first. Um, but I do have this urgent question, and I'm pretty sure you'll take some solace in this. Has SEC freshman of the year Bo Nix regressed? In 15 career games, he's had seven with below 60 percent completion percentage, and out of that seven, three have been below 50 percent. Thoughts. Regress. He never and he's just I mean he's not that good. Hey, you don't win SEC freshman of the year by being terrible. <laughs> I don't he, he was never that well, good. Um, he's always been hyped because of who his daddy was. Um that's the only reason he even started is because of who his daddy was. To be to be quite honest with you, his dad did bring me some joy when uh him and uh, Terry Bowden went into the swamp and defeated the Gators that one year with Frank Sanders and shit at wide receiver. Probably That's the only, probably the only time I ever rooted for Auburn in a game. <laughs> yeah, 
Auburn had 39 rushing yards. And, yep, thanks for bringing up my next point. I thought they couldn't get shit going. I said I got in my notes. I thought uh, the run game was Gus's bread and butter. Through two games, they averaged sixty-five yards on the ground. Capital One Venture Card, you weren't. Whoa. Uh oh, somebody got to, somebody got to, got to get that pop-up block working. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, they couldn't do nothing. Like the bread and butter, uh, like you were saying, Gus's run game is between the tackles. Dog, they got zero. Push. I mean, I've never seen a team just get manhandled up front the way them on both sides. On both sides, like them dudes was on skates the whole night. And for you stat hounds out there, uh, Georgia has 16 five-star prospects, 51 four-star prospects. Auburn has 13. Uh, Auburn comes in at the 13th most talented team with two five-star prospects and 44-star prospects. It is an arms race, and Auburn is not looking real familiar right now. No, they ain't developing familiar. You know, the, um, I, I didn't, I'll be honest, I, I turned back and forth with this game on. The running back had the second most received receptions in the game. So that tells me they threw a lot of screen passes. That and Knicks ain't got the arm to throw it deep unless you wide open because he ain't fitting it in a window. Yeah. They had no the longest pass they had was twenty yards. Yeah. Well, I was I was telling uh somebody they got the probably the fat like flat out fastest dude on the team in the cold country and uh Anthony Swartz. Fast ass dude. And I and I'm just like, I don't know why this dude went to Auburn. Because he's gonna play in an offense that's good for receivers. Now it, I know he got to be jealous and hating because he looking at our receivers running down the field, getting bombs like, you know, this guy dog on D-Day. And then he running down the field and just walking back to the huddle tie. Be like me when I played, uh, be like me when I played flag football that, for this one garbage team in uh, D.C. <laughs> and I went out in the quarterback. You my nigga? Huh? You was a decoy? Mm-mm. I just went out there and I just told the uh, cornerback was getting in the stands like he was um, Dion in 95. I was like, dog, I ain't doing nothing but running, running wind sprints. Right. Ain't no, need, <laughs> ain't no need for you to take this shit that serious. <laughs> Have you seen my quarterback this game? Hey, that nigga was uh, over there hype, huh? Yeah. So, like, nah. So, yeah. it's gonna. I think it's going to get a whole lot worse for Auburn doing this year. And, oh. and COVID ain't going to be the main perpetrator oh, behind nah. it. It's gonna get up. My bad. I'm gonna I'm put this on mute. Y'all keep going. I gotta figure out what the hell going on here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Keep my damn thing. Shit, I don't know. I think Young Finley is uh, with his under, with, under the under the influence of his of medical marijuana since he got that card. Shit. <laughs> I wanted to wait till the he end. Been over there getting his mind right. I wanted to bring it up Look, at the I, end. I, I wanted to. <laughs> I'm gonna let my nigga cook. Yep. I ain't gonna say nothing. Like, who am I to who am I to ruin a good party? Um, you know what I'm saying, dog. But it it just seemed like I mean that's the power of having at least five potential NFL starters on your front seven and your starting O line because man, them dudes was just mauling them niggas. And what's crazy is Auburn is usually known for keeping some good D linemen. 
Yeah, but these dudes young, though. I was just about to say, I don't know who the fuck these boys are, but they're going to have to get some more rocks in their pocket, and they definitely going to have to get up in that weight room. Because uh... Cause they had uh, they had Derrick Brown and uh, somebody cat, else. Right? Yeah, him. And then there was another dude, uh, Marlon Davidson or something like that. Yeah. And Wasn't that the old ass looking dude? Huh? Wasn't that the old ass looking dude? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's under the influence, folks. <laughs> nah, nah, man. Uh, that shit just funny because that nigga it was old looking. <laughs> but so but now nah, that that went the old looking dude um so they got a young young um interior but dang i ain't never seen nobody get manhandled like that what did um uh, what did monday get kicked out for uh targeting targeting mm, okay it was legit though he did you're not saying that as a roll tie <laughs> fan are you you being object you being <laughs> objective 100% objective. Okay. Because uh, they could have used them because I'm still trying to figure out who key, uh, number 10 is for Georgia Jackson. Um, I ain't no hurt of him. Me neither. I know uh, I know George Pickens is looking around like, I'm supposed to be that dude. But, uh, yeah, Jackson had nine catches for a buck 47. So, it wasn't like um, Bennett was distributing the ball around. Well, I mean, he did throw it to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different receivers. But nobody had more than two catches outside of Jackson, so. Shit. Well, nobody gonna have too many catches. Dog, the fucking run game was superlative. Yep. So, yep. So, shit, let's go ahead and knock out this last game. Is this the last game? Yep, last game. Uh, I'm gonna keep this real short. Um, Tulsa beat UCF 34-26. And all we gotta say about that is congrats to the Golden Hurricanes. You have saved us from a season-long discussion of whether UCF belongs in the playoff or not. So, get them out of here. Hit them with the candy. <laughs> so, there's that. Uh, let's go ahead and jump to the AP Top 5. Or, yeah, AP Top 5. Um, let's see. Coming in at number 5. Um, <laughs> I guess they're not God's favorite, but he did put them in the Top 5, Notre Dame. As you can see, their uh, school president uh, caught the COVID from uh, y'all president. And they had like 25 cases yep. on the football team the past week. Yep. How they? I just don't understand these rankings. Exactly. <clears throat> don't worry. We're going to get into it. Uh, Florida is number four. Uh, Georgia is number three. Bama number two. Clemson number one. And like you said, there is no rhyme or reason behind these shitty ass polls because UNC moved up four spots. After struggling with Boston College on Saturday, Oklahoma jumped up seven spots to number ten after beating uh, beating KU. I guess that Tulsa that close Tulsa win is now yeah, a quality win. Yeah, Oklahoma State. I guess that Tulsa win is now a quality win considering that who uh, Tulsa beat uh, Tennessee moved up seven spots to number fourteen. Why did they even play this past week? Who? Yeah, they beat uh, Missouri. Yeah, 35, 35 to 12. But ten- oh, Tennessee, Tennessee moved up from 21 to 14. Uh, Texas. Ha- you know, Tennessee getting hype. Oh, yeah. I might have to jump on board. Uh, 
You gonna be down with the Knoxville crew? Yeah, I'm just gonna turn my uh, my Longhorn Gator neck inside out. Hide that, <laughs> bro. You know how many? Bro, you know them two separate shades of orange. Man, like opposite end of the spectrum orange. Bro, these fools here don't know the difference. Man, you know how many fools I have to. <laughs> I have to just look at with the side eye when I uh, when I'm riding my bike and somebody be like, hook them, brother. And I'm like, bitch, I just go to school there. I don't give a fuck about Longhorns. Or the worst is uh, Texas Aggie fan. Because they just mean muggy the entire time. I'm like, okay. Yeah. TCU's starting to speak up, but you got to actually be in Fort Worth to hear some shit from them. But yeah, Texas dropped, uh, had the biggest drop, dropped from 9th to 22nd. And just to uh, put some salt on the wound, uh, the team that is ranked over Texas in the poll, Texas A&M. So there's that. Why? No idea. Wow. Well, they'll be they'll be out of it uh, this week anyway. So hey, Michigan, Michigan moved up three spots. That ain't no shade. That's just God on his facts. They moved up from twenty three to twenty. They didn't even have to play anybody. Even when we chilling, we raise up. Like elevators. It's just when it's just when the uh, just when the kickoff happens. That's when the problems start. Only kickoffs that seem to happen in Columbus are Iowa at night. But yeah, so yeah, ain't no rhyme or reason behind this shit, man. Like this ain't not, this ain't number exhibition season. So I don't even know why the fuck they even got a poll, but whatever. Uh, next up, um, get well to Bo- uh, Bobby Bowden. Um, Stop living reckless out Kevin here. Sumlin. Stop living reckless out here. And who else? Kevin Sumlin. Hold up, he got. Yeah. Shit, I think he might have been confused what kind of Corona he was trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> you know he a Hennessy man, but yeah. So. Said, gotta have you a bill with your Henny. Yep. <laughs> so there's that, but yeah. um... Bobby better start looking at the clock because he is 91 years old. And last time I checked, the uh, mortality rate for anybody over the age of 65 is sky high. So, whoo. Unless you got the cocktail. Yeah, unless you get uh, socialist uh, get socialist medicine from the, uh, from the taxpayers, then it's all good. Then you can make rides around Walter Reed. But that's neither here nor there. Um... Uh, Next up is this week's big games. Um, fuck it. I guess we can play along. All right. Um, starting with Sleep, then Pete, and Sherm. Um, question. You didn't put, um, I guess, the biggest game on here. Which one? Um, in Pickens County. Ooh. ACC matchup. What? Ain't that this week? Clemson versus AC? Uh, Miami. Miami? Yeah, I thought that was next week. Is that next week? Uh, let me check. Wait, no, it's this week because they was off. Uh, let's see. It's, it's this week. The tenth. Yep, it's the tenth. Yep, my bad. Well, shit. Since we already got it, um, who you got? Clemson or Miami? Or Miami? Give g- <laughs> give give me one good reason why. I like the quarterback. <laughs> I like the quarterback for Miami. I think he's the ACC player of the year so far. All right. Who you got, P? I thought we weren't doing pick them. Nah, this just for, this for shits and giggles. Oh, um, I go with Clemson. They got more experience. They've been in these situations before. Um, they made a better overall team. 
Who you got, sir? Uh, I'm going to go with Miami. Mm. <laughs> I will abstain from picking anyone. Uh, next up, Virginia Tech travels to uh, Chapel Hill to play UNC. Give me the toy here. All right. Yeah. I'll go with Carolina. They going to ride the high of that barely winning at Boston College. Mm-hmm. Who you got, Sharon? Uh, give me UNC. Uh-oh. PCP. Yes, sir. What strain you got tonight, man? <laughs> <laughs> you just you about? Clemson. Now you call them Carolina. They not Carolina in football, man. Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> you are offending the brother. I'm sorry, sleep. sir. Uh, Red River. Who you got? Oklahoma, Texas. <laughs> I said the Muslim hit man after me, ain't you? F O I. You know them. No. You know them. Philly, you know that Philly mall still about it. Woo. But but now who y'all got uh, in the Red River shootout? I think um, I think Spencer Rattler need a win, big a big win, and I think this would be it right here. All right. Lucky, can I get you to say the name of this uh, game again? The Red River Shootout. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you said a little funny the first time. Made me laugh. No, nah, uh, I said it right. That <laughs> you smoke dope, don't you? <laughs> they don't. Fuck, they don't fuck. <laughs> the dope. Boy, you on <laughs> But now, nah, who you got? Go with Oklahoma. Oh, oh, oh. Cotton, uh, nigga, what? This nigga had bait. <laughs> you know, I, I think I just changed my mind like the middle of my thought. I'm gonna go with Texas. Hmm. I don't know why. Texas, Texas is a bad team, but fuck it. I'm gonna go with them. All right. So who you got, uh, Sharon? I'm gonna go with uh, Oklahoma. Fuck Texas. Watch your tone. Uh, next game, uh, Florida, Texas A&M. Florida, I think, will be the consensus. Oh, absolutely. All right. Tennessee, Georgia. Hmm. Oh, Gitmo, he getting it done. I don't know how with that uh, with that water pistol arm he got, but he getting it done. Well, he ain't, he ain't getting enough to get it done this week. Yeah, Georgia, easy. I don't know. Shit, that quarterback I ain't so late. Me neither. I'm fucking around and fucking up for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what? Give me Tennessee. I'm gonna step out. On, I'm gonna step out on faith like uh, like sleep. Give me Tennessee. All right, y'all can have Tennessee. I'm taking Georgia. All right. Uh, uh, next up is the come up bowl. Uh, K State versus TCU. Both teams on the come up. Like I said, Chris Klein got that extension. Gary Peter, Gary Patterson probably gonna get another extension for not finishing middle of the pack or at the bottom of the Big Twelve. Uh, actually, let me jump on StubHub and I will find a part of the stadium where nobody is at, or I can just try to sneak in. But uh, yeah, give me K State. K State ver- K State versus TCU. Shit, I'm gonna go with TCU. All right, who you got, sleep? Testing, testing. 
You hit the button. I take K State. All right. Who you got? Um, who you got, Samson? I got TCU, and they quarterback look like Will Muschamp, bastard son. Go look him up. All right. And uh, last game on the docket. Traveling to South Bend. Hopefully, uh, the 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 battle of the COVIDs, because you know Florida State uh, had over twelve hundred students and uh, faculty that had uh, COVID last two weeks. But uh, yeah, Florida State uh, playing the fight in Irish. Um, is it safe to call this the uh, Trail of Tears versus the Potato Famine? Damn. Yeah. It's gonna be some tears. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Florida, the Florida State contingent has told me they found their quarterback of the future in Jordan Travis. I mean, he was playing Jacksonville State. Thank you. I've never seen somebody, some team get so gassed off being nobody. This shit is mind boggling to me. I'm like, y'all niggas really losing y'all mind because y'all beat Jacksonville State and y'all want to consider y'all selves a real program and y'all sitting here celebrating like hell about to go do keg stands because y'all beat Jacksonville State. Bro, I gotta tell you why. I got to I got to I can on high school kids from Jacksonville I, who can beat Jacksonville State. I can tell you why. It's cuz let me see Miami had that USF loss. They had another embarrassing loss. Oh, they had the FIU loss last year, had the LaTeX loss where they got shut out 14-0 in a bowl game that we don't we will not forget. Uh at the Independence Bowl in Shreveport, home of the uh 2021 uh Bayou Classic. Bayou which that ain't don't go to. Go to from <laughs> uh, and my favorite comment on Twitter is like, man, who the hell going to Shreveport? We don't even go there when we need to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Shreveport actually was kind of nice. I ain't going to even for Right. They're just them casinos that got you blind. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even yeah. go to the casinos, dog. I, I enjoyed myself. <laughs> nah. Well, uh, yeah. Um, uh, hopefully it'll be enough people to play in this game, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, they just didn't want to end up like Miami with them losses. And how could we ever forget? But uh, I made sure to remember. I made this year was perfect for it. But uh, on February sixth of two thousand twenty, I reminded the Florida contingent that that day was twenty six twenty, which was also the score that they lost in the swamp to Georgia Southern twenty six to twenty. Who, if I must remind you, Georgia Southern didn't attempt to pass. So, yeah. So, all that being said, uh, Notre Dame, big. How many players are in the game? I think schools don't. I think schools stopped reporting who missing and shit now. Oklahoma should have reported, but I think schools stopped reporting. How many points? I'm wondering Notre Dame since y'all say big gonna win by. Uh, I will get you the point spread in a second, brother. Uh, I'm going at least thirty. The point spread, well, over un- over under is fifty two, and Notre Dame is a twenty and a half point favorite. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Is this what you do when you wait on your Chinese food? You get the lady to see you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> you know, you know, Sleep the King uh, posting videos on Instagram and shit. He always posts that little Filipino dude on there. Hell yeah, that motherfucker said French fries. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but now, nah, who y'all got? I got, I got Notre Dame covering. Um, oh, I got Notre Dame easy. Fucking Notre Dame easy. Notre Dame. All right, and shit to close out this first hour. Uh, since I gave my recap, sleep. I know you don't. Want, I know you don't want to. I know you a person that looks forward. You don't like to look in the past. But I must do this while you on the phone. Well, while you on this call with us, I owe you an apology. Mega Champ, Mega Champ is a terrible coach, and this was the, and this was my reasoning for saying that he a terrible coach. Y'all got that pick with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, and he decided to run an eight minute drive. I, man, I can't even. I, I'm speechless. He is. A, I don't think he's Mega, but he is. It's, it's, it's it, five years. He's done. I'm sick of people. Oh, well, it's COVID. It's, it ain't no free season. They playing football. It ain't no fucking free season. Right. You got to go. I ain't mean to get your pressure I, up. I like him as a person, but he got to go, man. How much is that buyout? 15. Oh, shit. It's 15? Yeah, that's easy. I told you. Uh, <laughs> that's... I thought it was 20 something. Why? But, them, them damn assistants. They got high buyouts too, and that's what hurt us. Uh, my man's still there at defense. At um, who the defensive coordinator now? His his buddy T Rob. T Rob. I'm sorry, man. Damn. Safeties, corners, they're lost. I wanted T Rob at Florida State too. You know somebody, but you know somebody that's not on your staff that should have sold high and uh, went and took another job somewhere else. And Who's that? shit after that Mississippi State game. He knew he should have went somewhere. Corey Raymond. Corey Raymond should have took a defensive coordinator job. I'm like, dog, y'all brought back po- Bo Pelini for this? When y'all had already had me in the fold, you could have could have hired me to be the defensive coordinator and it would have been better than this. But I yeah. think his stock getting ready to drop a little bit, especially after that game. But he should have been left LSU, though. But, mm yeah. But shit, um, we gonna take a pause for the calls. Um, some of us are coming down from our high. Some are, some of us are about to go smoke in the middle of this break. So we will see y'all in the next hour. Peace. <laughs>